parents of little ones, exciting news. Introducing Koala Tots, my new sleep show for babies and toddlers. Designed to help them drift off faster and stay asleep longer, it features calming rhymes, original bedtime stories and soothing sleep sounds. It'll not only soothe them, but also contribute to their cognitive development as they sleep. Find Koala Tots on your favourite podcast platform. Hit follow and make the next nap time a breeze. I'll see you there. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. I can't wait to get started with tonight's story. It's such a sweet tale, containing a lovely surprise. But Coco's here, waving his big list at me of recent yearly subscribers to his club. He's very proud it's got so big. So let's do that first. Listen up for your shout-out. It comes with our biggest thanks. Hi and welcome to Harlow Bella, to siblings Cooper and Ezra, Ada from Maui, Imogen, Abigail, Phoebe, Angus and their mum, Skye, Dashiel and Spencer, both siblings, and Olivia from New Zealand. Thank you guys for joining up. Enjoy your stories. Enjoy the ad-free listening. And don't forget to tell all your friends about us. <laughs> OK, so we're going to get started right away, as tonight we're joining Coco and his family in their cosy cabin on a very, very special day. You see, tomorrow, Coco's family is going to get a little bit bigger. Lie back and close your eyes. Breathe steadily. And whilst you do that, perhaps behind your closed eyelids, try to picture the little wooden cabin where Coco and his family live in the middle of the forest. Take some more relaxing breaths and see that it's evening time in the forest. The sun is setting through the trees and the air is full of birdsong and the chirping of crickets. And breathe out as you get even more comfy. It's time for me to begin Coco's New Sister by Luke Prendergast. Deep in the heart of a faraway forest, stood a cosy wooden cabin. Inside the cabin lived a family of koalas. The youngest member of the family was called Coco. Coco was an only koala. He lived alone with his mum and his dad, grandma and grandpa, and he loved them all very much. In fact, he often thought to himself that he loved his family more than any koala had ever loved their family, ever. But even though he loved his family very much and was an extremely happy little koala, 
He did, from time to time, wonder what it would be like to have a brother or a sister, too. Lots of his friends in Sleepy Forest had siblings, and it seemed such a lot of fun. Camo the chameleon had a grown-up brother, and together they liked to play tricks on each other. They would camouflage their bodies to make themselves blend in invisibly with their surroundings. And when the other was least suspecting it, they would jump out. Boom. <laughs> they loved to play practical jokes on each other like that. And Prickles, the hedgehog, had a whole bevy of little brothers and sisters. The youngest, newly born, still pink-skinned and spineless. Prickles said that it made their den extra warm having all those little bodies in there. And it was all the more enjoyable when their mum read them bedtime stories at night because there was a whole group of them to say, ah, or ooh, when the good bits came. Families come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, Coco's mum told him one afternoon as they were taking a walk down the bank of Sleepy River. No family is the same as another family, but all families are equally perfect. When she said this, Coco gave her a big koala hug because she was such a wise mum. And so Coco lived very happily in his cabin with his mum and dad, climbing trees and chomping on eucalyptus and hanging out with his friends from Sleepy Forest Elementary School. But then... One evening came, when the moon was high over the forest and spilling its silvery light through the cabin windows, when Coco's mum tucked him into his warm, downy bed and told him that she had a surprise for him. A surprise? he repeated, his eyes growing wide. Yes, she said. A surprise. Coco's mum told him, that the following day, a brand new member of the family would be arriving. A young panda named Kira was moving to Sleepy Forest, and she was going to be adopted into the family. So she will be your little sister, Coco's mum said. Coco sat straight up in bed. He was suddenly very excited. He could feel it bubbling all the way through his body. He had so many questions. What was she like? Did she enjoy climbing trees? Did she like eucalyptus? Was she good at telling jokes or playing games or making fortresses out of twigs and leaves? Shh, his mother whispered kindly. You'll find out all about that tomorrow. She'll be here around lunchtime, and after that, you can show her all around Sleepy Forest. She gave Coco a kiss on his soft and fluffy head. The most important thing is that we all make Kira feel very welcome indeed. Kira, what a lovely name, Coco thought as he fell asleep. The perfect name for a sister. The next morning, Coco was up as soon as the first light of dawn rippled across the sky. He had had a long and peaceful sleep, dreaming of a panda in a far-off forest who would soon be making her way down Sleepy River.
towards their home. Now he was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and ready to welcome his new sister, Kira, into the family. All morning, Coco helped his parents get the place ready. Grandma and Grandpa were away for the weekend to give Kira some space to settle in before the house became full again. And Coco's mum said they should try to make the house as calming and cosy as possible for Kira's first night. Coco cleared out a cupboard so that Kira would have somewhere to put her clothes and he helped his dad carry a new bed in his bedroom and covered it with fresh pillows and a nice, thick duvet. Kira was going to share a room with him. Then he blew up some balloons and strung them up outside the cabin and in the kitchen. He asked his mum to help him while using the scissors, and together they cut some letters out of brightly coloured pieces of paper and tied them together to make a sign that read, Welcome home, Kira. The time passed by remarkably quickly, and at midday, Coco's dad left to pick up Kira from where she was arriving on Sleepy River. Soon enough, there came a knock on the cabin door. When Coco's mum opened the door, there stood his dad carrying a big purple suitcase, and next to him stood his new sister, Kira. She was younger than Coco, with black and white splotches all over her fur and a purple bow tied in her hair. She must have been feeling a little bit shy, because when she saw them, she hid behind Coco's dad's leg. Hello, Kira, said Coco's mum. Welcome to our family. Kira smiled, but she stayed hidden behind Coco's dad's leg. Coco stepped forward and smiled a big smile. Hello, Kira. I'm Coco. I'm going to be your big brother. And we're going to have lots of fun together. I promise. Would you like a hug? Shyly, Kira blinked twice and then gave a small nod of her head. Coco stepped forward and Kira emerged from behind their dad's leg. Coco wrapped his arms around her and she wrapped her arms around him. Koalas are notoriously good at hugs, he told her. So are pandas, she said quietly into his ear. Time for a tour of the cabin, Coco told her, and he took her hand to show her around. He showed her the kitchen and the living room and the wooden balcony that looked out into the forest. He showed her the tree trunk that grew through the heart of the cabin, which they used to get up onto the top floor. Are you good at climbing trees? he asked her. Oh, yes, she replied. Pandas are very good at climbing trees. And she showed him just how good at climbing she was, shimmying speedily up the tree trunk after him. That's mum and dad's room, Coco said, pointing through one door. That's grandma and grandpa's room. 
And this is our room. And that, that's your bed. Oh, Kira cried out in happy surprise. She ran over to the bed and picked up a pillow. The pillows are purple, she said. Purple is my favorite color. How did you know? Ah, uh, I don't know, Coco said, putting a paw thoughtfully to his chin. It certainly was a curious coincidence. I guess it's just meant to be, he told her with a smile. Coco finished off his tour of the cabin. He showed Kira the box of toys under the window, and he showed her the cupboard he'd cleared out for her. He helped her unpack all of her purple clothes from her purple suitcase. Finally, Coco took Kira back down the tree trunk. That's the end of the tour, he said. Then, remembering he'd missed something, he lifted up his paw. Oh, one last thing, he pointed at his mum and dad. These are my parents. And now they're yours too. And me, I'm your big brother. Kira was so delighted by the tour and to meet her whole new family that she gave Coco another big hug. Well, well, said their dad. Is that really the time? We all must be getting hungry. Isn't it time for lunch? It was, they all agreed, and Coco turned to his new sister and asked her if she'd like a lunch of delicious eucalyptus leaf sandwiches. Kira the panda blushed a little and looked at Coco apologetically. Oh, she said, I don't eat eucalyptus. Coco looked at her in surprise. You don't eat eucalyptus? The little koala scratched his head. Well, what do you eat? We pandas like to eat bamboo shoots and leaves, Kira explained. Coco stared at Kira with a feeling of worry beginning to fizz in his tummy. He didn't think they had any. If they didn't have any bamboo, then what would they do? What would Kira eat? But just as Coco was about to give voice to his worries, his mum appeared beside them, carrying a tray. And on the tray lay, much to Coco's surprise and wonder, a whole assortment of bamboo shoots and leaves. Delicious, said Kira, as Coco said, where did you find those? Coco's mum laughed a tinkling laugh at Coco's confusion and told him to look out the window. When he did, Coco saw a whole new patch of ground had been dug outside and from it were growing lots of new bamboo shoots. Wow, Coco cried with delight. You were prepared. And so Coco and his new sister Kira enjoyed a scrumptious meal with their mum and dad.
eucalyptus sandwiches for the koalas, and a bamboo shoot sandwich for the panda. While they ate, they asked each other plenty of questions about what it was like where she had come from and what life would be like in Sleepy Forest. By the end, they felt like they'd got to know each other pretty well. What are you two going to get up to now on Kira's first day here? Their mum asked them. Coco told his mum that he thought they would go and introduce Kira to his friends, Camo and Prickles, who would be Kira's new friends too. I think that's a lovely idea, their mum agreed. And so Coco and Kira pulled on their shoes and did up their laces, and Kira slung a little purple backpack over her shoulders. Together, they stepped out of the cabin and into Sleepy Forest. The afternoon sun above them was beginning to dip low in the sky, sending wiggly shadows zigzagging all over the forest floor. Coco led the way confidently through the trees. As they trod across the dry leaves and sprouts of grass, Coco pointed out to Kira all the special landmarks and places of note. The tree on which he'd first learnt to climb, his dad supporting his back and promising he wouldn't let go. The toadstool circle where, if you came at twilight, you could see the fairies perform their evening dance. And the impressive wooden dam that Buck the Beaver had recently built on top of the Sleepy River. Every time Coco pointed something out, Kira would clap her hands in wonder. Sleepy Forest is a magical place she said. It truly is, Coco agreed. But as they continued walking, Coco noticed that Kira had fallen silent and a small frown had appeared on her face. Deciding that it would be the right, big brotherly thing to do, Coco asked her if everything was okay. Oh, she said and touched her purple bow a little nervously. <laughs> yes, everything is okay. But Coco could tell that Kira wasn't being entirely honest. He could remember plenty of times when something had been the matter with him, when he'd been worried or upset or concerned about something, but had pretended nothing was wrong. Those times, what he'd really wanted was for someone to very gently ask him if he was sure everything was okay, so that he'd be comfortable to tell them. So, he tried to do this for Kira now. He told her that, as her big brother, she could tell him anything she liked. It didn't matter. Kira touched her purple bow nervously again and then took a deep breath. It's only that, she began, but then she stopped, seemed to think for a moment and started again differently. 
I hope your friends like me. When she said this, Coco felt a tingling warmth moving through his chest and heart. He felt then that he was already starting to love and care for his little sister. Oh, Kira, he said. You don't have to worry about that. They're going to love you, I promise. And to reassure her even more, Coco put his arm around her shoulders. Then, Kira gave a little sigh of relief and wrapped her arm around Coco's waist. And like that, they walked through the sleepy forest together. At last they came to the shady little grove that Coco and his friends liked to play in. And there, just as he'd expected, they found Camo and Prickles. Kira, Coco said, this is my friend Camo, and this is my friend Prickles. As he introduced each of his friends, they gave Kira a welcoming hug though Coco was careful to warn Kira about hugging Prickles, because sometimes when you were a bit too over-enthusiastic with your affection, you were liable to get a sharp prick from one of his spines. Camo and Prickles, Coco said, his chest all puffed up with pride. This is Kira. She's my new little sister. Wow, cried Prickles. A new sister? That's so cool. How do you like Sleepy Forest so far? Camo asked her. And Kira told him that she already thought it was a wonderful, magical place. It's a little bit like the forest I come from, she said. Though it's also quite different. There are lots more creatures here. Coco noticed that there was a small frown of confusion on Prickles' face as he looked from Kira to Coco and then back again. It looked like he wanted to ask something. Do you have a question, Prickles? he said. Um, just a little one, said Prickles. A very small one, he added, holding up his thumb and finger close together to show just how tiny his question was. Go ahead, Coco said. Um, how is it that you two are brother and sister? Prickles asked, when you look so different. You're a koala, Coco, with a big nose and a bushy grey tail, and Kira here is a panda with big black and white splotches all over her fur and a purple ribbon in her hair. Oh, that's easy, Prickles, Coco explained. Kira is my adopted sister, but she's my sister just as much as anyone else's sister is their sister. Coco paused and scratched his head, trying to think up a way to explain it. And, as if by magic, the wise words that his mum had once told him while walking down the banks of Sleepy River came back to him. 
The truth is, Coco told them all, families come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. No family is the same as another family, but all families are equally perfect. Ah, said Prickles, nodding and smiling. That makes perfect sense. You're so wise, Coco. You are wise, Coco, Camo agreed. Families can look all kinds of different ways. For example, sometimes me and my brother look very alike. But other times, he said, and suddenly changed colour, turning from a leafy green to a hot, bright pink. Other times, we look nothing alike at all. Coco and Prickles laughed at Camo's very funny joke, but Kira was looking at him with her mouth wide open. That's the coolest trick I've ever seen, she said. It's not a trick, said Coco, still laughing, and explained that it was in a chameleon's nature to change colour according to his mood. It certainly is, said Camo, and my favourite thing to do is be all of the colours at the same time. And with that, Camo turned all the colours of the rainbow, red, blue and green, orange, yellow and purple, all at once. When Kira and the others had stopped clapping, Camo asked her what her favourite thing in the world to do was. Well, she said, my favourite thing is to make people ribbon bows, just like mine. And she pointed with a purple ribbon on top of her head. You mean, said Prickles, you can make one of them for all of us? I sure can, Kira said. She slipped her purple backpack off her back and unzipped it to reveal a whole tumble of many different coloured ribbons. I can do them right now, she said. You just have to tell me what colour you want. Coco and his friends were very excited. And so, together, they all sat on the floor of the shady glade while Kira made them special bows. For Prickles, she made an orange one with little holes for his spines to go through. For Camo, she made a sparkling silver one, which she said would go well with any colour he might choose to be on a whim. And for her big brother Coco, she made a bright red one and tied it very smartly around his neck. They were all utterly delighted with their new bows and each of them gave Kira big hugs of thanks. When he thought Kira couldn't hear, 
Prickles leant over to Coco and whispered in his ear, Your new sister is so cool, he said. We're all going to be the best of friends. But Kira, who had very good hearing despite all of the fur growing out of her ears, heard every single word that Prickles said, and she did her best not to blush with happiness. Her worries, it seemed, were for nothing. Coco's friends liked her, and she liked them, too. Very much, indeed. Already she felt very at home in Sleepy Forest with her new family, her new friends, her brilliant big brother. She was very excited for all of the forest adventures that were to come. Families came in all sorts of sizes, and her one, as far as Kira was concerned, was the absolute best.